I'm Reen Schwarzer, and you're listening to the Giant Sword Podcast. Microphones, activate! Hello and welcome to this week's Giant Sword Podcast. I'm your party leader, Nick. Joining me, as always, is Taylor. What's up? What up? It's a little late night episode, because... We've been very busy the last few weeks, and yeah, so we want to get something out because uh, we got so we finally got to see uh, Tales of the Rise. That's right, finally. And Nick's gonna gloat a little bit on this episode because he totally called something, and I was like, "There's no way." But Nick's just being a Tales fanboy, but he was right. Of course, they're not gonna change everything, but they did change stuff that uh, you know. So it's like, oh, oh god. But yeah, we'll get into that in a bit. But first, uh, how you been, Taylor? I see that you are not from at home right now. Yes, I am uh, maybe 20 minutes away from you. I'm here in California doing a project for work, seeing family, seeing friends. So at some point before uh, I go back, we'll have to get some ramen or something. Yeah, this week. This week for sure. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's been a... It's how have you been? It's been pretty tough. A lot of a lot of work, a lot of tiredness. I get now how some people feel. It's like you work and you come home, you don't want to do shit. That's how I feel. Exactly. And you get to the point where it's like I come home, it's like I, it's like I don't want to do the podcast. I'm too tired. Yeah. But yeah, no, got us. That's, that's I hear you. Yeah. So, but yeah, we'll do we'll do one right now because tales of the rise, baby. Tales of a rise. All right, so here's first. Let's start off with this. Have you pre-ordered it? No, because I requested a code not too long ago, and I'm hoping I get a review code. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, uh, at this point, the only company that won't give me codes is Square Enix, and to me, I'm just like, okay, I'm just not big enough yet, and that's fine. So I just need to get my channel bigger. But if uh, if I don't, I, I'm definitely gonna. I'm definitely going to pre-order and it comes out in September. So I'm hoping to play it on PS5 by then. Mm-hmm. Or I hope to have a PS5 by then so I can play it on a PS5. You should be able to get one. It's, yeah. it's beautiful. I'm touching my PS5 right now. No, and I haven't used it at all. <laughs> you haven't used it at all? I have used it, but I don't play it often. I don't play a lot of PC games. Hmm. Uh, the um, I have also pre-ordered it. I mean, I have pre-ordered it. Um, the collector's edition. Nice. It's the only... statue is pretty cool, for what I remember. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty nice. Um, and it comes. It actually comes with an official soundtrack and not a sample soundtrack. Really, it's the whole thing. Yeah, it's like there's ah. the. It comes with. It says the. Comes with the physical and digital official soundtrack. Nice. Hopefully it is the full thing, not just a sample, but it says that it's the official one, so that's cool. No, Uh, that's that's sweet. Thing. Okay, so what were your first impressions of uh, Tale of the Rise when you first saw it? Not like Uh, the gameplay, I should say. Yeah, the gameplay. Well, I I mean, this was kind of what I was hinting at at the beginning was i was really surprised i thought for sure it was going to be an open battle system where if you just 
see an enemy, you can walk up to them, and then the battle starts. But they're doing the whole like swirling into a battle arena thing. I was really surprised that mm-hmm. they're still doing that. And you said that I remember in some podcast, like, nah, it's it's gonna be the same thing. It's gonna be the same battle system. It's gonna be the swirly. I'm like Nick's crazy, but no, no, oh, that definitely is uh, now. But this time, they've completely changed. They changed it. Now it actually is a battle arena, like a different screen. In Tales of Berseria and Zestaria, the battle would happen in the in the map, mm-hmm. uh, and it'll create like a circle zone around the area that where your battle's happening. They're not doing that in this one. They're going to a complete. A, they go to a, an arena and then come back to where you're at. Yep. Yeah, and, and I mean, this was only one enemy, but they're doing some interesting things. Like there was that one rock enemy that had like weak points. So instead of you just sitting there doing combos like normal, it's like okay, try to hit the weak points and stuff like that, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, the battle system looks a little upgraded. Um, but first, I want to I want to talk about uh, the battle system or not the battle system the battle going into battle arenas it's a good thing because now they could focus on creating elaborate dungeons and it doesn't look it doesn't look all huge and empty and all that and all that crap yep uh because they don't have to worry about creating battles about areas for battles and um i'm glad that's happening you can totally see it in in when they show up the game the the locations showcase yeah it was like okay yeah the environments look way better yeah and and that's the other thing i noticed too and weirdly enough i mean um i noticed the environments look better and then i noticed that like the sound effects are kind of they have a different premium quality to it like sometimes in a lot of games there's only like one sound effect for running but i noticed like when uh Alfin or Alvin or whatever his name is. I forget what the guy's name is. Um, yeah, Alfin. Uh, when he's like running around the environment, like there's different, there's just different sound effects. I'm like, oh wow, okay, they're like they're going all out, and uh, yeah, it looks great. And I'm I'm sure on PS5 it's going to run at 4K 60, so that'll be sweet. And I'm pretty sure the footage that we saw was the PS4 version, because if yeah. it was if it was a PS5, those battles would be like load up instantly. Yeah, I, so. I imagine on PS5, the uh, yeah those battle arena screens are going to be instant. And then because um, I'm I'm watching the footage right now, and even him like ex- the character exploring the world is not even at 60 frames per second. It doesn't look like yeah. So my guess is this was like you said it was probably PS4 footage, but it it doesn't say so. We d- we won't know. But I did pre-order the PS5 version so that it's definitely coming out on the same day. So you don't have to worry about that. Nice. Oh, and to be clear, for anybody that hasn't heard the news for some reason, it comes out September 10th. September 10th, actually. It... Yeah, so I think it, it was so funny because there were some people that were like, where's the Switch version? It's like, really, guys? Come on. This is not going to come to Switch. Yeah, it's not going to come to Switch. <laughs> not not going to happen. Maybe way later, but it's going to look way worse. And it's, it comes on the PC same day, though, so... You, oh, that's cool. Uh, so the battle system itself. What do you think about the UI? The chain... The battle UI, or just general? Just the battle, the battle UI. They changed a lot. It's, it's very simple, um, which I kind of like. Um, I mean, I'm watching, I'm watching the footage right now, so it's like... 
you have the character's life under them, and then you have the characters all mapped to a D-pad. So if you uh, a button on the D-pad, so if you want to swap characters, mm-hmm. and then it's got uh, different moves tied to buttons. So I think I think they, they might be playing this on PC because it says X, Y, and A for the buttons. So mm-hmm. This might be a. Uh, or or Xbox even. You know what? I bet they're playing on an Xbox because it was announced at the Xbox conference. So maybe all the footage is uh is from that. But anyway, um yeah, UI is nice and simple and clean. I like it. Um Shion looks interesting, the the girl with the gun. Um I'm I want to see more gameplay from her cuz I'm curious to know exactly what she does. Yeah, when I first saw it, um, I was like, "Oh. Oh no." Why are they going Final Fantasy 15 UI? Oh no. What didn't you like about it? It's too simple. I hate I hate that simple UI look. I just You like it cluttered with all kinds of crap on the screen? No, I like it stylized. I don't mm. like I don't like it just like I, I don't know what to call it. The Nintendo UI look. You have said that and I still don't really know what you mean by that. <laughs> Have you played have you played first party Nintendo Switch games? They all have the yeah. same they all have the same UI if you look at it. Hmm. It's all very basic okay. with like white and squares and just awful. Awful. I I miss the days where like the UI was like stylized and like it looked cool. Yeah. And I don't so there, yeah, there you go. I was gonna say the the one thing I do miss is the faces on the bottom of your care of the characters. You get to see mm. who like what they're doing if they're getting hidden stuff, and they all emote depending on what they're doing. It's gone yeah. now. It's gone now. And another thing mm. they're missing, I I know is I know they why they did this because they wanted to save time and make things snappy and fast for us uh, short attention span Westerners. Um, but I do miss the ending scenes where they're all like they have some quips and stuff and do their silly dances. Yeah, I, I will say that I those are kind of fun. But I think I really do think they're going for like a more like you said sleek, modern, updated, yep. streamlined, whatever. So something so it, that's something I'm gonna miss. Uh, I hope because I saw or during the footage you could see after battles they do you know chatter after them so hopefully there's some funny interactions there i do hope that they bring back bring back skits because skits i know that you don't like skits so much yeah but i enjoy skits because a lot of people do there's some they're like they're fun character interactions they just add to the characters even though sometimes they don't even add to the story at all um but i heard that they might be getting rid of those and it's like no it's like stop getting rid of what tales is like what uh, tales is you need skits you need these silly character interactions it's supposed to be a little anime, a little anime, not all series. But the battle system itself looks really cool. I like how there's like combo moves. They call them mystic arts, but I don't think they were. They, they looked more they, because they combine moves. The two characters combine moves. So I don't know if that's what mystic arts are now or because I know there's like dual mystic arts before. Yeah, that, that was kind of cool that they showed a team up attacks. Like there, I, in that gameplay trailer, there's a bunch of like you do moves at the same time kind of stuff, which looked neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they showed, um, well, 
I don't know if you had an order that you wanted to go through this, but I, I you know, I think we, another worry that a lot of people had was it was only going to be those two characters, but they showed that mage girl and then they showed the other guy. He, he's like a, I think he, he's, he's like a, a fist. He's, he's a fighter. Like a monk yeah. Or something. yeah. Yeah. He's like Jude. No, is his name Jude? Jude, Jude right? Jude is the guy from Zillia. Yeah. Jude is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's the fist guy. Yeah. You got to have that. But, I don't know if there's going to be more characters, because in all the promotions, all the costume stuff that they showed, they only showed those four characters. So, yeah. there could there could be still more, and they're just not showing them yet. Or there, we only have four playable characters. Yeah, I don't know. I'm... I, uh, I I hope there's at least one more because it's like you got to your two melee guys, you got a caster, and then you have somebody with a gun. So I'm hoping like she's maybe also, a, a, she's a, also a, a caster. Oh, the girl with the gun. Okay, Shion. Yeah, she's all flames. Um, I hope there's normally normally there's six characters in a tales game, at least six. Oh, okay. So hopefully we'll get two more. So yeah, nice. we do need like other. Because we have our generic mage, and then we have the flame magic user, and then our two fighters. We do need, like, a water user, ice user, something like that. Speaking of ice, oh, yeah, yeah. that snow location. Mm. Love it. Yeah, it looked great. All I mean, all in the reveal trailer, there's this really uh, awesome opening, um, like, city that they show, and it's kind of like pink and purple and there's a lot of like uh like tents everywhere like all, all i've been really impressed with all the environments so far they look great see what i see with this is this is what they wanted tales of Asteria to be like because it's super like the main world area is like an open world game you walk around you yeah. pick up you pick up items there's there's stuff to explore and then you go into your battles yeah. what i didn't see is him slicing into going into a battle so these ran into people, and I know I'm pretty sure the slicing's in there because that's in like every Tales game since, or for a while now. It's been in Berseria. It was in, it was in Zestaria. Yeah, I thought I read somewhere that, like, depending on how you attack them, you get some sort of advantage in battle. So I think you could probably, um, yeah, I think you could probably hit them. All right, so just like the other ones, that's good. That's good to hear. Um, I like to compare this to uh, to uh, the new Trails game. It it looks very similar, but I mean, but it's not, of course. But it's like it's cool to see. I think it's kind of it's cool to see JRPGs going this way, but at the same time, it's sad that they're both they're going this way. You get what I mean? Because they're when you say this way, are you talking like action combat or like open worldy actiony combat? I mean. Tales always been actually called that, but just the open worldness and the western and westernness. Um, yeah, I mean it's cool. I'm like, I'm kind of wary. Is this? Do you think this might turn a couple people off if it if they keep going this way? Uh it's a good question. Because um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think I think here's my thing. All, all these games they have to continue to appeal to a wider audience, right? And so I think a lot of the bigger RPGs that people play, like Assassin's Creed or Elder Scrolls or Witcher, they are all big open world action. And so I think you can still keep a JRPG identity and 
still do that stuff, but it's tricky, right? Because to me, like, the thing about the Tales series is to, there really isn't a lot that, like, makes it a Tales game. It's, like, an action RPG or an action JRPG with, like, anime art style. Like, that's all Tales is to me. Like, there's no themes or anything that really carry over to games. So I feel like what you can do with a Tales game is so broad, I guess, at least to me. So, um, and, and there's no here, themes and tales. Are you kidding me? There's oh, a whole. Don't tell me about the, 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 whatever, the, the there's mystic so... girl trying to find the fairies or whatever. Or no, I, it, I, I'm it, messing it up. No, it's the, it's the tales tropes. You gotta find yeah. the fourth great spirits and we gotta yes. save the mana tree. And yeah, those are the, those are the, those are the tropes. I'm gonna right. laugh if if that's here in Arise. There's nah. a ma- mana. There's so if they mention mana, great spirits. Yeah. I, I from what I can gather, it seems like the general plot is that like there's this one like uh, either country or planet that's like making these other people like slaves, and they're I think you're trying to liberate them. At least that's kind of what I got from the trailer and the and the breakdown from the initial release trailer. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But I, but here here's my real indicator that I think they're going to keep doing this is I I as a hardcore JRPG fan have been interested in Tales less and less since the first Zillia game. Like Zillia was pretty good. Zillia two was eh, they reused a lot of assets, but the game was still kind of cool. Really didn't like Zisteria. And then I played Berseria. I'm like, Berseria feels old and like dated. And it just, it just really needs a refresh. And this Arise really excites me. So feels like a refresh. You know, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I look, look at it this way. I mean, even like Ease is kind of like, if you look at the design of Ease, like they have these wide linear zones, right? Like even in Ease 9, like when you're, when you go, when you leave the city, it's not open world, but it's a pretty big zone where you can explore a lot and it's still action RPG and still mm-hmm. has, you know, JRPG tropey things. But I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're more of a hardcore old school Tales guy. So, I mean, like, how, how do you feel about how things are going? I got to see more because if they take out skits and make it more serious, um, I mean, there's serious stories. But it always has that silly uh, uh, anime. They always have those silly anime moments. Because Berseria was very serious. So that was like the mm-hmm. most serious uh, Tales game, I think, ever, pretty much. Uh, with freaking, you know, murder at the beginning of the game. Right. And, and it still had its silly moments. So I'm hoping that's still here. Um, I do, uh, yeah, I just... I mean, it's got to have its roots there i can't take everything out because they've taken a lot it looks like they've taken some soul some tail soul out but hey i was right about the battle system maybe the soul is still there and just haven't shown it you know yeah and here is this is like (laughs) i've noticed that bandai namco america likes to do this they like to make the english version of the trailers way more serious than the game actually is because i remember when they did the first 
English trailer for Zisteria, and it was like super serious, and all the music was like dun 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 dun, dun. and I'm like, this is not the vibe that I get from Zisteria. You know, like whether I like the game or not, like this is totally <laughs> not the vibe of the game. So I, I think I think you might be right that I think um, I, I think they should. So I think I think you're right. I think that is definitely a hallmark of Tale. It's a little bit more lighthearted, a little bit more silly. Um, you know, it doesn't go full Yakuza silly, but I mean, keep a little bit of the humor, keep a little bit of the the silliness. So keep, I'm keep with the, you. I I want them to keep that and stuff. keep the hot spring scenes. They need the hot springs. It's always that's silliness. Always. Yeah, always. And it needs an arena and a ghost an ship. Arena? An arena, an a, ghost a, a ghost ship, you know. Your hometown needs to burn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, yeah. bring that back. <laughs> Your hometown just gets destroyed. Uh, okay, so when I looked at the when they there's a, a arts showcase, which is like a minute long, and your combos could go pretty like pretty long. And from nice. the first two I don't know the characters' names, but the girl with the gun and the main character. Uh, if you look at it, they do like some sort of dodge, which if you guys have followed Street Fighter V, it looks like a V shift, where they're about to get hit and they do it and they do like a slow motion like dodge and then they go into their uh, attack. And I was like, that's yeah. that's interesting. That's new. So I wonder what that is. And I don't know what. They used for combos. So I'm trying. I'm trying to see. Ooh, yeah. So I wonder if they're trying to make it like more like uh, Berseria, where they have like the do combos where you could. Uh... Oh, I lost my train of thought because I don't. Because there's no TP. It doesn't look like there's any TP, and it doesn't have a combo counter. Yeah. So I'm wondering what they're doing. Hmm. And another thing. Is how they're up, uh, how you level up your characters. It looks like it's skill grid. Oh, okay. Did you see that? No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's I'm watching the... the arts trailer right now, but oh, so the the gameplay, the first gameplay showcase, they show them leveling up the girl, and she, it's, it's like a little, it's it's like a little grid that you could pick. So it's like oh, there's like skills, like stats, and like skills you could pick and abilities. So I'm like, okay, this is what they're doing interesting okay let me i think i might have skipped over that initially okay here it's like go. at the beginning of the game it's at the beginning after all the we must save the world text you know mm -hmm. it's, it's like that's the first battle oh oh yeah, yeah yeah okay so it's like increase max ag burning strike ko prevention yeah it's like a sphere grid from like final fantasy 10 or something interesting yep. Yeah, and then it opens up, and then, huh. Hmm, cool. Yeah, good. it's quite different. It looks good. It looks fun. Uh, I am excited to play Tales of Arise. Good on September. September's really far away, and the world's going to be different then. Hopefully you get it. We're not on fire. <laughs> and hopefully we still have beef. But Hopefully. Um, yeah. Hopefully we still have apples to make the apple gels. Yeah, I need apple gels. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got on Tales of Arise. I'm super hyped about it. Uh, as hyped as a Nick could be. 
Yeah. Well, I know. I mean, it's you typically don't get hyped and don't watch a lot of trailers. I know, and I've started to not do that myself because it just makes playing the game that much more fun. But this has been one of those games where it's just like there's been so many unanswered questions about like what's the combat like? Are we going to get more playable characters? What does everything else look like? But it, so far from everything I've seen, I have not been disappointed. And then like the voice cast is really strong. Like the guy that's voicing the main character, Alfin, is the guy that voiced Noctis from Final Fantasy 15. And then Shion, uh, the girl with the gun, is Erica Limbeck, who did Sakura from or uh, Futaba from Persona 5 and Jesse from Final Fantasy 7 Remake. So, so far, I think they've got a um, strong cast. No, I, I really haven't. I don't, uh, you know, I don't see anything I'm worried about so far. So as long as they just continue doing, showing off what they've, what they've got. My only, cons I mean, they're just probably not showing this, but like, I hope it's just not those two environments. That's, you know, I hope it's multiple environments, you know, big world. I mean, there's two worlds, right? To explore. Yeah. And I, I imagine that's probably not the case. It's just, this is all they want to show right now. And I get that. So, but Yep, no, nothing. Uh, I really have no concerns so far. It looks great. I'm happy. You're happy. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be. Oh, hopefully, it's gonna be good. So we got Tales of Arise. And what else is gonna come out? What What's the next JRPG we're looking forward to? Nothing to come. I'm. Top of my head. I um. I want to play Near Replicant. I don't have a PS4 with me. Uh, but that just came out on Friday. So I know people are loving that. So I want to check that out. I know um, they're doing, they have that uh, Shin Megami Tensei uh, HD that's Nocturne. coming out. Yeah, no, yeah, excuse me, thank you. Shin Megami Tensei 3 HD Nocturne, whatever it's called. Coming out in May. Um, I may or may not play that, but... Um, I don't think... <laughs> that's, I don't think that's a Taylor game. Maybe, because it is a dungeon explorer. Yeah, and it, it's, the combat's similar to Persona. I think the the thing that people keep saying is it's super hard, and you know I'll probably have to put it on easy just uh, so I can enjoy it. But um, after that, the one I'm really excited about that's after that is uh, Neo: The World Ends with You. That looks cool. No, the new one. Have you played the first one? I played quite a bit uh, of the DS version. Man, the 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 battle system is really weird because it's like. On the top screen, you use the buttons to control your combat, and then on the bottom screen, you have to swipe. So it's like, it's really weird. But I like the, I mean, I like the story, I like the world and everything. But I just, man, the, I just couldn't. The, the gameplay was way too complicated, and I heard it's even worse on Switch. So I'm glad they went with a more simplistic or traditional combat system. I'm still not sure if it's turn-based or action. It's hard to tell from the gameplay, but uh, it looks fun. All I know is that those characters are in uh, Kingdom Hearts. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Uh, are you excited about that game at all? Not really. Like, Not I, really. <laughs> like I haven't really looked into I mean, I own the Switch version of the first one. And I haven't mm -hmm. even touched it. Hmm. I think I should, but, you know, I need to get into the mindset to play that. I'm sure. just not right now. Fair, it's fair. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, before that, I mean, now that you have a PS5, we got a Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade with the Yuffie DLC. That's That'll true. Be fun. I, I want to replay the remake again. 
So when that comes out, I will. But it comes out the same day as Guilty Year. Mm. Choices. July, what is it? July 10th or something? June, I think, right? Oh, June 10th. Yeah, you're yeah. right. June 10th, yeah. Oh, is there something else that comes out in June? There is, and I can't remember what it is. It comes out in June. Oh, it's bothering me now. I mean, I think it's the Neo of the World ends with you. I could be wrong, but... What a man, we're good. Oh no, I gotta find I gotta find this out. Uh, <laughs> it's it's bugging me now. Yeah, because I, I think you're right. I think there is something and I can't and I don't remember what it is. So let's go. There's a couple of websites that keep up to date with, with releases and release stuff. dates. Oh, does Gaia Six? Is that what you're thinking of? No, it's something else. Scarlet Nexus? Is it? I think that might be it. Scarlet Nexus comes out June 25th. Legend of Mana remastered. Uh, let's see. I'm looking and I'm looking. It doesn't look like anything else. I don't know what I see. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories too. Yeah, I think that was it actually. Okay. Yeah, that looks great. Um, they still haven't shown gameplay. <laughs> but there's. I think next week they're doing a Monster Hunter Direct or whatever they call them. So uh, hopefully they'll show gameplay, and uh, yeah, sure they they're also going to do updates on Monster Hunter Rise, which I'm excited about because I'm pretty much done. There's like nothing else for me to do in that game. <laughs> you've just des- you've destroyed it. You've gotten a hundred something hours on it, and now you don't know what to do. Yeah, I mean I've hunted all the monsters there are to hunt. I mean like content wise, there's nothing left to do. Um, all that would be is like, uh, like getting trying different weapons or something but i've tried like three different weapons and i'm like all right i'm done just i'll wait for more monsters (laughs) (laughs) uh so you've only been playing monster hunter pretty much and i've only been playing apex legends because everyone that's what it's my palate cleanser right now i'm playing grandia one on the side but Mm, i need to i still need to finish Ease nine. Oh, you haven't finished it yet? Oh no, man. I'm on uh, I'm on Cowgirls chapter. Mm, you still got a little ways to go. You got another character to two to still to get. I do. Um hot take. I think Ease eight is better than Ease Nine. Hmm. I, I don't necessarily know that's a hot take. I think a lot of people are thinking that. People liked Ease Eight a lot. So what uh what what about Ease Nine is not vibin or what did you like more about eight i like the environment better than an eight mm. yeah that's fair um i liked how uh, the world and characters seem more fleshed out um and i don't know i'm not gonna say story but i like i, I think i like the combat a little more too mm. i don't know it just seems like in the back of my head, I don't know why, but when I play Ease 9, I feel like it's unfinished. And I don't know why. Unfinished? That's interesting. Yeah, it mm. is, it's like I feel like something something is missing. And I'm not saying it's a bad game at all. I'm just saying mm. it is there something there's something's missing here and I don't know what it is. Hmm. That's interesting. Unfinished is de- certainly not a word or a term I would use to describe it, but hey, yeah, I know that's that's a weird feeling. I'm like, why does it feel this way? 
It might be just because every environment is either a cave or a stone castle. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of environmental environment variety, that's for sure. Yeah. Because there's a lot. Come on, Ease 8 brought back the ghost ship. True. There was a ghost ship. You can't go wrong. I mean, with that. And that's like a, a big, vibrant island. It's pretty to look at. And here it's just the city. So, I mean, I, I get it. I'll, I'll, that was a lot of a, a criticism a lot of people had. So, I can't, uh, I can't really blame you for that. What uh, mechanics? All the like the monster abilities. Um, the monster abilities. You like running up the walls and stuff like that. I mean, that's cool, but sometimes it just feels like uh, they're, they're only like one use things. Mm -hmm. You only use them sparingly. Like I do like the teleport, and I like do like the wall run, right? Uh, the seeing hidden things, you only need to use those in certain areas. Uh, breaking walls, only certain things are breakable. And the floating, it's of course you can float. That's cool. Yeah, the the very last ability you get, I feel like, is the most useless. <laughs> yeah. But I, I I won't ruin what it is. But um, I I think the hidden the hidden vision thing that's really helpful if you're trying to get all the collectibles because there's like these um uh blue what are they called like blue feathers or something mm -hmm. uh that are like all over the the city and if you turn the vision on it like highlights them so that's it for me like since i was trying to get the platinum it's helpful for that but you know i can i can see if you're just like running around a dungeon like there's not a ton of a ton of use for it i think i got a lot of those blue feathers you give them to that girl who wants blue feathers yeah, she gives you uh, some good stuff. Yeah. So definitely good doing that. Uh, but yeah, that's the, my thoughts on Ease 9. Because I, I knew that you loved it. Like you, were, It's one of your favorite games. Was, and you destroyed Ease 8, so I, was, I would think that you would like Ease 8 more. The thing that I didn't like with Ease 8 is I felt like there was too much story. Like I felt like we were constantly like, Every time we come back to the the village, we're talking about something. It's like I just don't care. And like the the weird going back and forth with Donna was like a little weird too. I I like Donna as a character, but I didn't care about what was happening in her world. I cared more about like how she was interacting with Adol. I thought that was neat. But um, with with Ease Nine, I felt like it was very it was focused, and each chapter was about a specific character, which I liked because it was it it was you got to build on that character. And then after you got everybody, then like the secrets of the jail start kind of coming out. And I'm not going to spoil what those are, but like that stuff was like, whoa, it was like really interesting. And it's it's a lot shorter. Like I beat like my first playthrough was only like 25 hours. Mm -hmm. And I think like Ease 8 is like 40 at least, you know, depending on how many of the you know, rescue people you want to rescue and how many side quests you want to do so and stuff like that. You didn't like the Donald stuff where you got like the new forms and stuff, right? The new forms, yeah. That's I, a, I like that was regular only, Donna. Yeah, that was only in the PS4 version. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So it felt like add-ons, which is what it was. Same thing, I mean, not to get too far off track, but same thing with the uh, Tokyo Xanadu on PS4. I hated all the White Shroud stuff. That's to me, all, it was just like, no. sweet. That's Let's get awesome. to the next chapter. Oh, now I have to do yep. this weird. That's the EX Plus stuff. Thing. That's what it is. That's the PS4 version stuff. 
the PS4 runs and looks so beautiful. I don't know if I could play the PSP version or the PS Vita version. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I heard the Tokyo Xanadu PS Vita version is off. Mm. Off. Bad translation and everything. That's so weird. It's like, why would they have two different translations? I think it's made by a different character. Different company, actually. Really? That's so yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, t- speaking about PlayStation Vita, the stores aren't shutting down. That Yeah, it's true. That was uh, that was interesting. I mean, they're going to shut down eventually, but it's nice that it's not in two months or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think people are starting to have... Pro- like, I heard that on PS4 and or on PS3... Um, some games weren't updating anymore and they were unplayable and stuff like that. And some games are just breaking because they don't have connection to the servers or something like that. So they're like, okay, well, can't do that yet. Yeah, I heard that. Like like patches were getting pulled and things like that. So I'm like, this is really weird. Um, but I, I mean, I haven't played a PS3 game on my PS3 in a long time. So I don't really care about the PS3, but the Vita... You know, it's like you got the PS1 Classics. They're still releasing games on Vita, you know? So that was more concerning to me. But, you know, I'm glad they're not doing it. And uh, I'm glad, you know, I put out a video the other day about that. And people are like, wow, I didn't heard of any of these games. So I think what's really neat about this situation is that I think people are maybe finding games that they didn't even know existed or whatever. So I think in a weird, in a weird way, it's it's kind of nice to be able to highlight some of these old games that are maybe a little bit forgotten or never got a port, you know? So, um, did you, cause I know a lot of people when that got announced, they went and bought a bunch of games. Did you go out and buy any games for either PS3 or Vita? No, because pretty much I own every game that I want on there on those systems. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really thought about looking at down, looking at them anymore, but I am, gl- um, I was trying to look at like, a silver lining of the store shutting down and i came to the like came to an idea maybe they were going to bring since they were going to if, if those if they shut those stores down playstation one classics PlayStation two classics or PlayStation will be gone those be gone no yep. more you can't get them anymore so i was thinking maybe they're going to bring it back to the ps5 i don't know i was just thinking maybe that'd be cool if they bring back classic they actually add a cl- like a classic system to the ps5 because for some reason they forgot about it in the ps4 it just didn't make any sense that would be nice that'd be nice if they found a way to do backwards compatibility or whatever but i don't i'm not sure i don't i don't know the thing that really concerns me about what's happening right now is with playstation is the ceo jim ryan is not really like a gamer you know like Shuhei Yoshida and Sean Layden and all these guys, they like loved games. They made games, they play games. Jim Ryan strikes me as like a businessman, right? And so I felt like when they shut this down, that was like, oh, let's look at the spreadsheets. Oh, this isn't making money. Let's just shut it down in two months. And it's like, dude, what? Like, <laughs> and they weren't even telling developers, like the developers that were making Vita games stand out like when we did, you know? So it's like, I, I feel like, Sony is slowly maybe going back into cocky PS3 Sony, um, which concerns me, but the games are still good, right? Like all the first party games are great. They're buying exclusives like Seven Remake and Final Fantasy 16 and probably a bunch of other games that we don't even know about, but I am I'm I'm contrary. I'm gonna a little concerned. I'm gonna be a little contrary on their first party exclusives are are uh 
you know, are good because they tend to only be one type of game. That is true. <laughs> and You're it's not like, wrong there. It's, it's like, okay, I'm, it's like, enough, Sony. You used to be a little, uh, a little better than this, but now it's just generic third person explorer world game. And the thing that really makes me sad, it's, it's, it's funny that you say that. What makes me sad is they shut, shut down their uh, Japan studio. And they were always making weird stuff. You know, they made Gravity Rush, you know, and Freedom Wars and Puppeteer. Like some, a lot of these games didn't sell super well. And again, I think this is maybe these are just like business decisions or whatever. And not like, let's make something cool for the sake of making something cool. Uh, and that makes me sad because I loved the original Gravity Rush. That's like one of my favorite games. And it makes me sad that they don't have, outside of Polyphony, which is a driving studio, they don't have any Japanese studios anymore that are first party, which sucks. So Yeah, it does seem weird. I don't know why they're doing it. That's why I'm, that's why I've start, been starting yeah. to buy a lot of my games on PC. Hmm. And, uh, but I just miss the feel of being on a console and sitting on my couch, which I don't have. So, <laughs> but someday, someday. Get a couch again. Yeah, get my own place. Uh, yeah. So, well, let me ask you this. I mean, this is not necessarily JRPG related. It could be. But do you think Sony, you know, Microsoft is gobbling up all these studios, right? Do you think Sony is looking to buy some studios? or And if so... Who do you think they could potentially buy or would buy? Um, I don't think they would. What they're with, with the way they're doing right now, I wouldn't want them to be buying up studios because they would EA everything, and I wouldn't want that. Um, I was gonna say, I was gonna say something. Dang it, moving brain fried. Uh, I am just, I, I am worried about Sony because it just isn't the same ever since. PSX 2018, when yep. when PSX 2017 was so cool and so fun, but PS, it just it was, like, it was so it was an awesome, and then it just fell off the earth, and then PlayStation in general just fell off the earth, and um, what are they gonna do? They were didn't they, uh, oh yeah then they're gonna they canceled. What's it called? What's the blue point? Is it the blue point? The blue point game, zombie game. Oh, you're not. That was Ben. Uh, the yeah, Days ben. Gone. Days Gone. Yeah, they, I think they're making. They're gonna make Days Gone too, and they canceled it to do a Last of Us remake. That makes no sense to me. I don't know why they. It's like why are you like not even ten years old? Yeah, yet. it's like why are you remaking Last of Us? They're gonna make it worse. You just know where they are. I, I think the only reason they're doing that is because there's a HBO show coming out, and I'm wondering if they're trying to like coincide a new Last of Us with the show or something. Mm -hmm. But, but like, I don't. I feel like the PS4 remaster is like pretty good. It's pretty oh, playable. Yeah. It doesn't look that bad. It's so. good. It's good. Yeah. So I'll just play that. But it's just you know they're just gonna change things and gonna make it worse and uh, would uh, just make it so uh, Night Dog in my mind would be dead. Naughty Dog doesn't exist mm. anymore. Just it's gone. No more Naughty Dog. Mm. That but the, yeah, the the Uncharted Naughty Dog is gone. Sadness. Quite literally, I mean, some of those people don't even work there anymore. So. Uh, I think most of them <laughs> don't work there anymore. Yeah, yeah. 
But we have, I, I will say, you know, doom and gloom, whatever. I, th- I would say generally, though, like if you look at the landscape of Japanese role-playing games, I feel like it's as healthy and as vibrant as it's like ever been. You know, like, Fal- like people know who Falcom are now, you know, like before, like I remember when I was, my very first review, I'll never forget this. My very first review for Blistered Thumbs was Ease the Oath and Felgana for PSP. Mm-hmm, and I never even heard, I'm like, what the hell is this? And I remember you were like, oh yeah, it's pronounced Isu. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, wise, it's wise. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure everybody called it wise, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, like, you know, Cold Steel's getting popular. You know, Ease is pretty popular. Um, like all the big franchises are kind of hitting on all cylinders and like Square, like say what you want about Square, but I think they're they're really rocking it with JRPGs. Like Seven Remake was great, 16 looks awesome, uh Dragon Quest 11 was awesome. We got Project Triangle Strategy, we got a new strategy RPG from from Square. Uh Bravely Default 2 just came out. So I, I don't know. I feel like generally speaking, the what? the landscape for JRPGs is pretty healthy. Uh, Tales. I mean, we were just talking about Tales for a while, so I'm pretty happy and excited for the genre uh, on a whole. How about you, Nikolai? Are you pretty happy with where things are? In general, yeah. I'm happy that uh, the English patch for Tales of Destiny remake is almost done! By the way, speaking of the Tales of Destiny remake, did you read rumors that they they might actually do what you want have you heard about these rumors okay i heard i saw i read the little rumors from that site and it said uh, a port of the playstation one tales of destiny i'm like oh it's just gonna be a tales of destiny ps1 port so that's already in an english right so they're just gonna bring it over and mm-hmm. i'm like oh okay well hopefully maybe i mean there's like a 10 percent chance because they specifically said PS1, and I'm like, no, it has to be the PS2 version. Oh, I thought that's what it was. I thought it was the PS2 version and the true Tales of Destiny 2. I thought they were doing both of them. I don't know. I just remember seeing they were saying the PS1 cla- uh, PS1 game, Tales of Destiny. I'm like, no, it'd be making mm. the PS2 version. So, I don't know. We'll see in the future. Um, yeah. But the I, thing is, I, if you have the Japanese version and you have the ability to rip the ice, uh, the the ROM off it. You could patch patch it and make a uh, English version. I, I'm just amazed at how fast they they made this. I mean, it started like a couple months ago, right? Yeah. And now they're like really close to being done. Hmm. And now they're already working on Tales of Destiny two, the real one. So nice. that's cool. That's cool to see. And the reason I I don't put a lot of like stock behind that rumor is like if Arise is coming out in September, like when would they put that out? They're not going to put out like the Tales of Destiny collection in the summer and then another Tales game like a few months later. The only reason, the only way I could imagine them doing it is if it was like only on Switch or something because Switch is not getting Tales of Arise. But even then, I can't. I, I feel like they wouldn't want to clutter the market with like that many Tales games. I could see that I could see them announcing it maybe in August, July around there, and then saying, "Oh, it's going to come out November or Christmas time, or maybe early next year." Just if you want to play some classic Tales games, as well. I don't know. Yeah. 
Would you? So, what do you think you'd have a bigger reaction to that or how you reacted to the Rune Factory Five announcement? Because <laughs> <laughs> you've been wanting this for a long time. This is like your Final Fantasy Tactics too. Okay, so. If they pull a Square Enix PSX announcement for like Final Fantasy VII is finally on PS4, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, they're gonna bring the remake!" and it was just an HD, you know, HD port. They do yeah. that. I'm not. I'm gonna be like, called it. Okay. If they're like, we are bringing Tales of Destiny, DC, and Tales of Destiny Two, we're dubbing or subbing it, and it's coming out. I'll be happy. I'll be cool. But that announcement is kind of diminished now because of the patch that the fan patch that people are doing. Mm. So before this will be an HD and they might have some more quality of yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's just I wouldn't be like you know because I think you will. I think you will. No, because I'm already getting I'm already getting an English patch. Sure. So that was the main thing I was so sad about it is because we already had an English patch that was like 80, 90% done back in like 2016, 2015. And no, like it was like, okay, it was like, it was like a 95% uh, done. And he was showing off, the, the team was showing off streams of it and it was looking really good. And suddenly, gone. Just, oh, we canceled it. We're not doing it anymore. And they deleted everything. And we're like, what? Wow. What just happened? What? Hmm. That was so. That's sad. really weird. Yeah. But they never and they never explained why. They never explained why. They just said, "I'm I'm not doing this anymore." But then again, that team always took like years and years just to do a translation and a patch thing. This collaborative collaborative effort of just fans wanting to make this have done have done it in like half a year. Hmm. It's like, what the heck? Obviously, it's not going to be super professional like that team does, but it'll be done. I think for people like you, I mean, I think you'll just be happy to be able to understand what's happening. It's like, I mean, oh, it doesn't I, have to be perfectly I mean, I, like, I already localized. Yeah, but I already understand what's happening. I know the story inside and out. I just want the, I just want to do the side quests and all that extra goody stuff because yeah. I can, because I can't read. I can't read it. Mm. That's going to be fun. Yeah. And I'll and I'll play that, and I'll play Tales of Rise, and I'll be like, Tales of Rise isn't even complete. <laughs> it's not even anywhere as good. Not not even close. Namco's dead. <laughs> All right, so let's do let's do some questions. Um, surreal killer. Nick is playing Final Fantasy VIII. Will Nick see it through till the end? Will Nick play the Superior FF9 next? Excited, exciting times on GSP. When did I, when did I, did I say anything about playing Final Fantasy VIII? Was it last episode? Yeah, I th it must have been. Yeah. So I messed around. I bought it and messed around with it. I haven't touched it since. Oh. Okay. Um, I don't think I'm going to be playing it. Like, I don't have, I don't have the mental fortitude to play a game like that right now. Makes sense. It's, you have to really be into it. Yeah, yeah. It's just right now gaming is. I feel like an adult where gaming is like on such a low priority level right now. 
or I should say that type oh, of gaming. Spoilers, Nick, you are an adult. No, no, no. I mean, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> and um, I just play the games I play are just the ones I could join, play a couple games, and leave. I don't have to. You know. No, I know. I I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, just hop in, play something real quick. I mean, that's that's kind of what is drawing me into um, freaking uh, Monster Hunter. Because it's like, ah, just do a couple hunts, turn it off. I'm good. Uh, the Broletariat asks, what is your favorite go-to order at, uh, your favorite go-to order at your favorite restaurant? Go-to order at my favorite restaurant. Um, That's a good question. I have too many favorite restaurants. I know. Um, well, one of my favorite restaurants is Hokkaido Santuka, the the ramen. I always get a large, spicy miso ramen. Mm. Yeah, you always get that one every single it's time. It's the best. It's so good. And I just get a point. I get a simple salt ramen with pork. Mm. But we need to go. We need to go get ramen, and we also need to get gan. Mmm, gan. Gan's good. Let's do it. Uh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> uh, for me, I like uh, if I go to uh, Holder's Country Inn, I like getting a turkey club. So good. Mm. Uh, mm. Hang on, ramen. My favorite. I, I the ramen. I already told you that. Uh, Ringer Hut closed down, so we can't get Ringer Hut anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, it's gone. After they freaking re renovated and everything. Wow, that yeah. sucks. End of an era over there. Um, it wasn't as good though. No, nah, no, but it was not cheaper. Good. No, it wasn't cheaper anymore. It was more no, expensive. Well, it, yeah, well, that's what I, I think. That's what killed it. Yeah, no reason to go there then. Yep. And turkey clubs. I, I don't. I have a basic. I like pepperoni pizza and a basic cheeseburger, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Important, oh, Wingy Shaft asks, important question, what is your taste in waifus? <laughs> I think it's uh, known. What, what, okay, you could answer mine. I think it's pretty known among our Discord. You you like the MILFs. That's what Nick likes. Not necessarily like moms, but like older, the older ladies, the teachers. The teachers, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I tend to yep. go with them. If they're, if they're uh, dateable, I tend to focus on them. Usually, as the older ladies, though. But the sad yeah. thing—the sad thing is—they're not older anymore. They're younger than me. <laughs> I just—I just love when they're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so old!" And you look at their age in the game, and they're like 25. It's like, it's like, come on, come on, guys, come on, come on. Yeah, like Sid and I mean this is not a waifu, but like Sid in Final Fantasy VII, like Sid High Wind Age. He's probably I think he's I think he's up. yeah he's thirty two and he's like <laughs> he's looks so he's I'm older than him yeah and in, in the game they make him seem out to be like this fifty year old like grizzled veteran I'm like he's thirty two like go on <laughs> <laughs> wasn't like Cloud like seventeen or something sixteen. Yeah, yeah. He um I think he's I think hold on. I think Cloud might actually be uh only I think he's twenty-one. Cloud strife age. Yeah, he's twenty-one. But Aerith Aerith is seventeen, I think. Um oh no, she's what she's older? 
Wow, it says she's 22. Interesting. I'm looking at the instruction booklet online from the original Final Fantasy VII. Oh, wow. I thought they were young. Yeah, so did I. Hmm. You know what's really funny? I'm looking at the Sid Highwind. So here's this is Sid's description. Sid is a tough-talking, warm-hearted, old pilot at 32. <laughs> <laughs> well, back then, that is an old pilot. Because back then... When you were in twenties, you were like us. You were yeah, like just starting out. You're like a grandpa, man. Yep. <laughs> the world has changed in these twenty years. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, my taste in waifus. I don't know if I have a particular ta- taste. Just, I-, I guess more like cute. they got. They got to be hot. Like exactly. <laughs> they got to be hot. No, really, how hot are they? <laughs> I mean, like, if I were to, like, just ramble off, like, my favorite JRPG waifus, it's, like, Tear from Tales of the Abyss, uh, Jade from Dragon Quest, Tifa. Um, I'm Taylor, to... Taylor likes big boobs. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all, every single one of those characters are stacked. Yep. <laughs> that, that's that's his taste, guys. That's, yeah, just big boobies. Um, I'm trying to think of like any other Emma from I mean, Cold Fire Steel. Ones. Yeah, yeah, Emma. I actually liked Laura actually, but yeah, Emma's can't complain about about her. Um, Mithra again, big boo. Yeah, so I guess I do have a taste. <laughs> I do have a taste. So there you go, guys. So send send Taylor all your uh, big boobed waifus. But you know, like sometimes in anime, but like like overly big like there's the girl from um like valkyria uh valkyria chronicles like the main valkyria enemy girl they're like bigger than her head and it's like that's when it, it, when it gets like ridiculous that's like too much um all right so next question cheese hero zero what is what's your all-time favorite mini game in the jrpg and what is your most hated mm-hmm. Oh, my most hated is definitely Blitzball. I don't get Blitzball. Never scored a goal in Blitzball once, ever. I don't get it. Um, I don't get it. I don't get it. Favorite mini game. I want to say Blade. From? From Cold Steel. Cold Steel and Tokyo Xanadu. Tokyo Xanadu. It's just so simple, and you just want to like keep playing another game. I'm I, I'm sad that it doesn't have a lot of depth because in like in Xanadu it's like the arcade machine and then like that's it like you can't play other people around town or anything. I mean the game itself it's, is not really in depth because once you figure yeah. out how to beat it, you're just like okay, and it's and yeah. it's luck. Uh, Vantage Masters, the new, the new one, the new gameplay that re- replaces Blade. That's pretty mm-hmm. fun. I enjoy that. That's also it's like a simplified version of. Um, What's it called the Magic. Blizzard Blizzard game? Oh, Hearthstone. Hearthstone, yeah. yeah. Very simple. That's fun. Most hated though. Ah, I'm just... Hmm. <laughs> the squats in Final Fantasy VII. You don't like the squats? Nice. They go in. You know how they go invisible at the end? Oh yeah. I mean, you just got to stay in rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. I can see I can see that. 
What about you? What's your most hated? Oh, I said Blitzball. Oh, yeah, Blitzball, though. Blitzball is the worst. Is there, the and there's, there's got to be others, and I can't. I just can't think of... I'm trying to think of other mini games and other games. Yeah. It has to, I mean, maybe if it wasn't like 10 at night, we would be able to think of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. be sure to ask that question again when we have more people on. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll have a better answer, hopefully. Sure. I, I feel like also, just generally speaking, decent. Like, everybody's got their own way of doing fishing mechanics, but. I like fishing games. Chill. It's fun. Not too hard. I mean, oh, I was just thinking about Rune Factory mini games for some reason. There's a lot of good ones in there. Oh yeah, Rune Factory's good. Just, let's just throw let's uh throw beans and uh attack a of sheep. What? Uh, <laughs> no, you remember the the, the woolly the woolly festival where all you just attack sheep and you try to de defluff them. I don't remember that. Yeah, that's one of that's <laughs> one of the festivals. Uh, last question from Pigeon Senpai: What are some games you would like to experience for the first time again? Ooh, that's a good one. Um. Games to re-experience for the first time again. Hmm. I'm trying to think of games that have like big, either like big uh, plot twists or like. I don't okay. know. I, I, I just, this, oh yeah, you go. You. Go. I think this is pretty easy. This is, this is so okay. simple. I would like to re-experience Personas again. All of them. Hmm. Hmm. fun playing those. This the first with four are golden. And then five, and then going back to play three. I think that was that was fun. No, yeah, that, that, that's a good pick. I like those. Um, the ones that immediately come to mind are, I, I try to think of like when I look back on like, oh, you know, maybe it's not necessarily, um, or maybe it maybe was like my game of the year, but it like in the long run since then it like hasn't stuck with me but there were like games that like stuck with me when i played it i was just like blown away and mesmerized and like two that stick out are final fantasy 7 remake just because like finally finally playing that game after so long it was like so surreal and it was like the music and like seeing how they recreate these environments it was like such an emotional experience so it would be really fun to play that um and it would be kind of nice to like go in like playing it, not knowing how it happened, but also being a little bit more open to the plot ghosts. Because I remember when I played it initially, like I really didn't like them. I was being very purist about Seven Remake, but in retrospect, I really didn't mind it now that we kind of know what they're doing with them. And then the other is Nino Kuni, because I remember that like at the time, we've talked about this ad nauseum, was like PS3 was a really bad generation for JRPGs. And like I felt like Nino Kuni was in my mind for me was like the savior of the genre and it was like oh my god it's like studio ghibli art style and studio ghibli worked with them it was just so magical and yeah it would be really fun to be able to play that for the first time now because I, I haven't played that in a long time um and i feel like it probably doesn't hold up as well as i think it does <laughs> you should try it um, out isn't there like a ps4 version now there is yeah there's a remaster at 60 frames which i think i think that'll look really nice um 
but uh, it, it, I think it yeah. actually sounds like a good video. You play, you, you play, so? yeah, you're talking about your re experiencing Nino Kuni uh, 10 years later. Uh, let's see, when did this come? When did the original Nino Kuni come out? Nino Kuni, no, no, not 10 years ago, <laughs> yeah, I probably at least, yeah, I think it. I, I want to say it came out 2012, maybe. When did it come out in America? Oh, January of 2013. Yeah, okay. So, I, I, mean, knew, I, knew, like I knew I knew, it wasn't years. a decade ago, but it's a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's almost 10 years. Came out in Japan in 2011, so that would have been 10 years that the game was done or whatever. So. And you imported it. I did, yeah. I did, and I played with Shanna. If you remember her, who's had she's fluent in Japanese, so she was. We would like play it together, and uh, actually, right in this room, right here in my grandpa's house. This is so funny, actually. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, that was like the. I think that was the first game I ever imported. Oh, yeah. so, what see what people need to understand? See that room right there? That's where Taylor started. Mm-hmm. That's where it all began. Right there, that room. This is where the gaming shelf started. Exactly. Yeah. This is where he started doing his his blistered thumbs and everything. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. Crazy thing about huh? Oh yeah. A lot of memories in this room. Um, you know what's really funny? Mm-hmm. I still have I still have this really weird PR thing from uh for a God Eater game on PSP. Because like the premise was supposed to be like, oh, it's the um it's the apocalypse. So they sent like this survival kit with like water and like food blocks and like flashlight. Like it was really weird. I've never gotten any here. I, I, I can see it from here. If you'll humor me for a second, I, I right. kind of want to grab this. <laughs> that thing has been in this room probably for nine years, 10 years. Mm. And I don't know why I haven't thrown this away. Cause I, did you say right here, five years shelf life. So this is all old for and, by now for sure. And you've left that in there even after you moved away. Yep, my grandpa doesn't know, I guess. But yeah, so this is what it says. Emergency survival kit, right? And then uh, we've got emergency drinking water. Hey, drink uh, it. We've got Band-Aids. There's a lot. I think this is mostly just water now. Um, ah, no, okay. We got food rations. Goodbye, February of 2011. Yeah, this is not good. Oh, no, 2016. I see. Yeah. In 2011, holy crap. <laughs> this, is, this is when I, I, I must have got it. But um, what else is in here? I got... Oh, that's funny. The company's name. I got some wet wipes. But yeah, this I don't know why I didn't... I, I should throw this away because this is probably disgusting. But yeah, very funny. <laughs> You know, one of the things I don't want to uh, like to re-experience is not really a game per se, but being in the, like the PS One era, growing up, mm, playing those yeah. games. I want to live that again. Totally. I mean, it was just magical, right? Like every game that was coming out. I mean, we were discovering the genre, right? I mean, and there were so many. That was like a goldmine. It felt like you could pick up. You could go to GameStop or EB Games or whatever. You could pick up a random JRPG, and like chances are, it was going to be pretty good. Like almost every PS1 JRPG was pretty good. See, the I think the thing is now there's too many choices. There's too many That's things. Fair. So there's never there's never ever gonna be like I mean, certain that sometimes there will be, but 
there's never going to be that one game or that one series that suddenly just explodes. Like, there's never going to be like a Tony Hawk Pro Skater again. There's never going to be a new Tales of or a Final Fantasy. It's not going to happen anymore because there's just too much stuff. You're just, it's nothing is going to stay in someone's uh, in the people's mind, the zeitgeist, for too long. Unless it's freaking, yep. unless it's freaking Fortnite or <laughs> what's it called? Can't think of that name. Shoot, I mean Apex Legends. I mean you're you've been playing that. I mean I don't know if that's gonna stick that, around, but that's I not mean... gonna stick around. No, it's something like oh my god, I can't freaking think about it. The one with Sands and all that. Oh, Undertale. Undertale, yeah, yeah. Now everyone knows Undertale. It's like. But I don't know. I, I kind of disagree because um, I think of like, like I mean, we get stuff like Octopath and Bravely Default, and I mean, this isn't a JRPG, but like Splatoon is huge, and that's a brand new franchise that Nintendo started. So I, I think there are still big franchises that come out of nowhere, but like they're definitely more rare. I mean, the, like we were talking about this earlier, the fact they took Sony Bend off of uh freaking another days gone to make a last of us remake like what what <laughs> that's like so creatively bankrupt but it was gonna make money so that's the only reason they were gonna do it but money yeah i just missed the days of going to connor's house and playing lunar 2 mm. while it's raining outside heck yeah so that'll be it for this episode of the Jay and Sword podcast. Um, I'm really tired because I gotta wake up in four hours. But, oh yeah, go to bed. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> but yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, be sure to comment if you uh, if you wanna, uh, you know, comment and uh, join our Discord for awesome discussions and stuff. A lot a lot of cool people on there talk about JRPGs and anime and all that stuff. And you could ask questions. But yeah. We'll see you hopefully next week. I'll, we'll try to, okay? We'll try to. Have a good Later. day, guys. Yep. Later. <laughs> Later. Later.